Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy, today on April 28th of 2022. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to, once again, be talking about anime stuff we've been watching. Uh, some of which is on Toonami, as the <laughs> title suggests. One of these days we really gotta, I gotta pick a like, more catchy starting thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got it, since we've gotten that... I guess we'll move into uh, getting discussing Toonami, and we're going to, and now we can talk about all the exciting new shows that are coming in to replace the series that are finishing. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. So we've talked about them. <laughs> uh, yeah. It it appears. Um, I'll, I'll I'll double check the schedule, but it looked like they basically were just dropping. Uh, they're just going to be basically dropping Attack on Titan and uh, and um, Shenmue afterwards, uh, and then they're oh no no sorry there was there I I I didn't look close enough. They are having Primal, but that's a rerun, I think, isn't it? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It it seemed to me that it was a rerun, but I'm I might be wrong about that. So I don't even know what Primal is. It is was, it an anime? It all I uh, it was something that um, Jendi Tartanovsky. I probably butchered that last um huh. name made. I only know that because they always it seemed to always be referred to as Jendi Tartanovsky's Primal. Uh, mm -hmm. so let me just double check on that. Yeah. Jendi Tartakovsky. That was it. It was just, uh, like some series he had and okay. I, I, yeah, a second season is coming in, um, summer. So this must be being brought out here because they'll rerun the first season and then presumably they'll show the second season. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's basically it with that. We've got, uh, so for, so after, so this week we've got the regular thing. The week after that will be when Attack on Titan and uh, the um, Shenmue, uh, I, for some reason I was forgetting about it. Remember how I always forget what happened on it? Now I'm forgetting its name. <laughs> it looks like that after those, we'll just drop it off, and then they'll be putting in Primal as well for that, and that will be what's starting after that, and we'll see if anything changes after that. Oof. So, I don't know anything at all about Primal. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I, I guess we'll find out. Yep. Yeah, I don't know a thing about it, so... Um. Yeah, Jendi Tartakovsky. He's uh he's best known as well. He was a creator of Samurai Jack, um, and unfortunately also the last season of Samurai Jack. <laughs> the the earlier seasons were better. It was the last season I thought was a disappointing one. Uh, also Dexter's Laboratory, and uh, I think he was behind the Hotel Transylvania films, which uh, I heard the first one was good, and then mm -hmm. the second and third not so much. But, yeah, I guess we'll just see how it goes. All right. So, 
now that we've talked a bunch about the schedule changes that I didn't even properly look into when I started, we'll go into the shows that are airing. So we've got Shenmue episode uh, 12. And in this episode, they are going still to try to rescue the Yawanda Zoo, which just random note, uh, I was checking something on this episode quickly, and I was watching the the Japanese one with subtitles. And the, in the Japanese, even though the subtitle says uh, says uh, you Wanda Zoo, they say out loud like Shugen Tasu or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's I think that's there's multiple pronunciations, and that's one though. I don't know why they went with the one that they don't actually say, but. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so they get managed to get there. Um, Rose, that's her name, yeah, manages to say, well, I'm the daughter of this guy you're looking for, uh, which I guess is a reveal that she is, and she's able to distract them. And to make a long story short, with her help and the younger guy, whose name I can't remember, they managed to, uh, uh, they managed to go after that, and they managed him they managed to all get out and then in the big uh dramatic reveal we see londi show up at the end and uh when i and which had all the effectiveness of the of um that famous bit from parasite where he says it's that guy (laughs) this time i was able to look him up though and i was like oh yeah he was the guy who killed rio's father I, I, I kind of forgot because they really didn't say his name that much and we haven't I don't think and we haven't seen him so it's like okay that makes sense but man might have I totally forgot who that guy was <laughs> and um it, yeah it, it, it was it was a pretty good episode pretty good action and stuff um it, it does feel like a video game though <laughs> i mean a lot like a video game but uh i thought that one guy in the crazy outfit was going to be the big final boss and then he got defeated with like one hit maybe mm-hmm. two hits maybe two hits i'll give him that <laughs> but uh that's pretty much it yeah he was definitely uh I was expecting more because they gave because he had a very unique design. So yeah, I, I don't know if he'll show up again or if maybe he has a part in the sequel games or maybe in the game itself there was more to the fight somehow because they did try to at least sort of play it up here because he goes through all the wudes uh, as he's learned and that uh, gives him the power to beat him. So maybe that was a bigger deal in the game. Yeah, I have to I have to play the game. I want to play it. I'm just uh, always too lazy to uh, go and do that. But yeah, um, I like to see um, who that guy is and how you beat him. You know, because it seemed like like it, you have to have the four woo days. Like, are the four woo days like? different attacks or they like things you have to collect you know i'm not sure i'm not sure what that really means you know Hmm. 
Yeah, that's the um, thing there. I, I, I am wondering if there's more, because a lot of the battles in um, in uh, Tales of... Uh, was Tales of the Abyss, was that it? That we saw? That yeah, was it. yeah. Okay, okay. I was trying. I was worried I was getting it mixed up with Maiden Abyss. Uh-huh. Um, I was making sure I got the title right. Yeah, like I remember a lot of the battles there kind of felt pretty quick. And in the game, you know, they're much bigger epic things. Um, right. But I, I guess it's harder to really replicate the experience of pl- beating someone in an RPG compared to like on the TV. So they just kind of went through it um, like more quickly. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't even know what Shenmue is. Is it, uh, I'm. I'm gonna have to play it so I, I know if it's an RPG or an action game or whatever. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's some kind of. I'll I know. Start, it, I'll start playing after the season's over. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's that's Shenmue basically yeah it was decent it's mm-hmm. it's definitely no it's better than it was for a while definitely yeah okay so now that we've gone through that we've got attack on titan episode 86 so um oh yeah that was the name of the show we watched <laughs> <laughs> I, I like i said that i was just thinking wait that number sounds familiar oh right uh, it's the name of that anime. So we've gotten um, this basically what happened. It's, you know, the big fight to try to get uh, like off the island. They need to get the boat to go off the island. But they discover, if I remember correctly, that no, you can't. They don't. We don't actually have time to get the flying boat thing ready. I guess we killed um, those guys for nothing. Whoops. <laughs> Egg on my face there, but y- you know, like you gotta, you can't um crack an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Uh, anyway, so they d- decide, okay, well, let's just you know take a different ship. So they go to do that, which uh, rather than doing that to begin with, I guess. Mm. Um, I guess this was a easier um route and it just didn't work but anyway they're trying to get all the stuff done there we have some titan action falco transforms but loses control of himself but you know they're able to get him back out and uh after all that they uh manage to get on the boat thing and leave and then uh two of the other guys whose names you probably can't actually remember are like nope we're gonna stay behind and sabotage the bad uh guys uh and uh such like the other guys so they won't go after you and um yep that's uh basically the episode mm-hmm. yeah um the episode i think the issue i i i wrote i'm glad i wrote this down at the time because i forgot about it the episode feels like one of those things where you need to accomplish something for the plot to move forward. And you just then just have to say, okay, they need to do this. Here's an episode of them doing that thing. So we can move the plot forward. You're like, okay, that was necessary. It just wasn't particularly interesting. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You, you know, kind, kind of like, I, I guess, um, level, it's like level grinding in an RPG. It's something you sometimes kind of have to do, but that doesn't necessarily make it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Actually, that might not have been the best analogy, but <laughs> that's uh, something. Yeah, I got nothing else there. Okay. So Yeah, this episode wasn't that great for me, but uh, I don't know. I... I, I'm kind of annoyed with the whole Mikasa thing because they're like telling her you're gonna have to kill Aaron's and it's like they're like, Okay, you you have to do it and she's like already straddling the fence on that. And like just by that you should know that okay, she won't kill Aaron. She's not trustworthy. You shouldn't you shouldn't uh count on her to do that um but they kind of just go on and pretend that oh everything's fine so uh yeah we'll we'll see how how she screws things up by uh letting um Aaron get away with it because you know she will (laughs) well if that is the case, it'll be a while before we see it because we've only got one episode left. Yeah. And then we'll wait for the fu- for the um third part of the final season. For real this time. The final part of the final season. We sure about that? <clears throat> I mean, based on what's left in the manga in the source material, I think it has to be the final part of the actual season, but it is just but yeah, you do have to at this point start, if if it wasn't for that, I would really be wondering how much longer is this going to go on? <laughs> okay. So then we've got Assassination Classroom episode 40. So <clears throat> Sorry. So we ended up with uh, Nagisa and Karma being the only two left. You surprise, know. surprise. Surprise, surprise. Um, it it reminds me of this one joke, you, you, you this thing I remember you um wrote, one of the, like, the sort of like comedy sports thing. They're at the, in the final uh, part, there's like a best out of seven rounds to decide it, and then um, like, like, and then it all ends up going to the fir- to the final one, and someone says, "Well, we knew that was going to be the thing. What would happen anyway? Why didn't we <laughs> yeah. just skip to it?" Yeah, that, I remember writing that too. Well, I forget which of my stories that was, but I do remember. I do remember that, and I was like, "We know it's going to be three three, so we'll just." just breeze through so we can get to game seven, you know? Yeah. So they fight each other and we get a bunch of flashbacks to make a long story short. Nagisa manages to win. And, uh, then this year, and then they're like, okay, we're going to try to find a way to save Koro sensei. And we, and they said, well, we got to do what all of the other, uh, what a bunch of other franchises that kind of went on for a while eventually did like fast and the furious and uh, 
well, was it, oh man, uh, was it Friday the 13th they did it, Ian? I know it was some horror franchise uh, thing. Uh, well, whatever. We're going into space. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the space thing at all, but um, about this episode, it, there was just so many really stupid moments. Like, like Nagasa has a chance to kill him by a snipe, sniper shot. And he's like, no, I'm going to go and do the honorable thing and fight with the knife. And, you know, that that was... The, the way it was all set up, it was like, we can't... We, we want to have this one-on-one battle so bad that we're going to make the characters... Uh, act stupid in order to get us that one-on-one battle that we want so bad and you knew from the start Nagisa was going to win so that 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 was highly predictable like everything about the episode was highly predictable so yeah this is probably my least favorite thing of the week Hmm. okay uh, quick note, I, I looked it up to make sure. Yes, it was Friday the 13th. The 10th movie had Jason Four. He's going to space. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, basically, now that I think about it, this one also kind of felt like what I was saying about Attack on Titan, which, well, we, ha- we needed to have a conflict to make all the kids get on the same page. So we did it with this, and we just spent, but we had to spend two episodes on it. Like the first one was just to get to this point where it's Nagisa versus Karma, and then an episode on concluding that point in the way we kind of knew it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, I guess the other not observation I had was that, it, uh, oh yeah, we saw, when, saw Nagisa when he's younger, and he looked even more like a girl. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Lupin the Third, Part Six, Episode One. Whew! So this one, last episode, was kind of just reestablishing characters and stuff, which is good because if you did not were not familiar with this franchise, this episode would be incomprehensible to you, and it was kind of confusing to me who has seen the previous uh, some of the previous stuff. Um, so basically, uh, we find out that, uh, Sherlock Holmes apparently is alive and exists in this continuity. And throughout, and there's, I'm not even sure how to describe this episode because I just felt confused by a bunch of it. I I kind of feel like a lot of it's going to be explained in the next episode, but basically, um, what's going on is that. Right, Lupin and the gang are try- were trying to get this uh, poster, which gets cut in um, half, and they only get uh, one of them, and they're trying to get the others, but then there's some other, uh, there's that other guy who's there, I, I, um, who had it, but then there's this other group, which was, what were their name? They had, like, some weirdly, some, like, sort of weird, goofy-sounding name, like the, the parent enemy group. Like with darkness or something like that. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. I forget what it was though. 
was Raven. That was it. Raven. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, so basically, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I'm jumbling, but it really is a jumble of an episode. Like the end of it has this one character recognize, um, Lupin and you're like, Oh, are we supposed to know who that character is and what their relationship with Lupin is? Or is it just going to be explained? Or is that something to be explained in the next episode? I get, I get, I get the feeling like this is like the big intro thing, and then it's the next episode where they actually explain everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, my jumbled process aside, it was enjoyable. It just was confusing. But I'll be fair and and say, okay, it probably wasn't supposed to make that much sense. We're not supposed to know what everything is going on. We'll get that in the next episode or two. This is just a big start to um to like blast things off with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think too. Okay. Anything, okay. Anything else for that or? No, not really. Okay. So next we have One Piece, episodes 543 and 544. Now, if you've been paying attention to episode numbers, you might notice that episode 542 got skipped over. That's because it was a crossover episode between One Piece and Toriko, this other series. And uh, I guess there are there's weird rights issues as a result. So uh, it's apparently just not a bit... I don't think Funimation ever dubbed it or made it available. They just skipped from four, 541 to 543. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. Is it like, does it occur in the same vicinity of whatever? I forget. Fishman Island, is it? it, Does it occur there? No, it's like literally just a standalone, just crossover between One Piece and this other manga series, anime series that was running at the time called Toriko. Okay, so it would be like the times whenever. Ichigo and everyone are fighting in Waco Mundo, and all of a sudden we get a episode about the ventures of Cone in Karakura Town, something like that. Kind, no, not even that, because we've still got like Luffy and um other people, like you know, just in this different situation. <laughs> it's not. It's not when we switch to Cone. It's when we have Luffy and the others. Fighting in Waco Mundo, and then in the filler, it's just like okay, who, who, uh, Ichigo and all the rest <laughs> of the group are now like in, are now back in Soul Society, fighting the uh, fighting the fact that their swords have become a lot have turned alive or something. Yeah, that that's that would have been a better comparison. So yeah, it w- it was really just that. It was just like a a crossover with another series that didn't really have to do anything. So it's just and it probably had some kind of licensing thing cuz it was two series, so they just skipped over that. Anyway, we've uh move on. So what we've got with One Piece here, we're continuing on with Jinbei's flashback and I want to mention that when this flashback started, I think, um, let me see. So this, we've had two episodes of this flashback and then we're going to get three and four that we're covering here. I want to mention that the reason Jimbei said this whole thing was because he was explaining how it was his fault that Arlong got let loose. And I'm this, 
you're just thinking, man, at one point you think the characters might say, uh, Jimbei, can you get to the point about why Arlong got, is your, you consider yourself responsible for the stuff he did? Because this doesn't really seem to be, get, uh, like, because it seems like you're kind of wandering off. Mm-hmm. So... To get into that, basically, they drop off Koala, that uh, girl, but it was, it turns out that the Navy set up it up as a trap, and they managed to uh, severely wound Tiger Lily, even though he is rescued, but he doesn't want to get a blood transfusion from, uh, like, human blood, because, I don't know, he's like, oh, well, even though I, I, I can't help it, I still don't like them, even though I'm telling you not to be not to kill them and stuff it, it is a very weird thing where he's saying well uh, where he's basically saying i'd rather die than take the blood of the human but please don't hate humans or anything <laughs> uh, please don't like go and cause uh don't cause needless wars i'm thinking well maybe you should lead by example <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he um dies and uh then the Arlong gets really angry about it. So he goes and tries to kill some humans, but gets arrested. Uh, and j- meanwhile, Jimbei ends up agreeing to become one of the warlords of the sea, which is basically this uh, position that some pirates, ca- that basically the world government or Marines say, hey, we'll like uh, remove the bounty against you and you and we'll turn a blind eye to most of the stuff you do as long as you are kind of allied with us. And he thinks, okay, I guess I'll do that uh, because it'll help protect the other uh, fishmen. He manages to get Arlong out of prison, but then um, uh, Arlong like, you know, challenges him and they fight and then Jimbei wins pretty easily. So Arlong just leaves and that the group splits up and that kind of i guess is supposed to more bring us to more of the present situation and uh stuff Mm. and um yep that was basically the episodes yep um (laughs) and as usual i was nodding off near the end but uh i (laughs) i'd rather have uh stuff where the main characters are involved and not all these flashbacks of other characters and uh yeah it's just i i i i i want to see more of luffy and everyone you know his crew but i understand that we gotta pad things out so uh we got about an episode's worth of material here in an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll say it is a matter of, I mean, I found them enjoyable. It's it, like the flashback itself, even though it does feel kind of divorced from the actual characters, was still like, if you look at it, how, how do I say it? If you look at it as its own sort of story, it's decently interesting. Um, and I do know that Jimbei becomes, I know he showed up before this point, but I don't know exactly what he uh, did. There is a bunch that I didn't see, but I know he does not necessarily write this arc, but later, a while later, he becomes a really important character. So I can, so definitely getting his backstory was useful. 
Does he join the Straw Hats? Uh, eventually, alert? eventually, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I, I was I was just joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> not not for a good while. It's not for a good while until he becomes an official member, though. Um, I think we're like. I think there's like three or four arcs before we get to him officially joining. Uh, see, I thought Brooke would be the last one. He was for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, there's that after Brooke joined was probably the lengthiest uh, period of time in the series that went by before without anyone else joining. Mm-hmm. There's there's some speculation that some other that there's a character in the current arc that might join, but uh, I, I I have no idea. We're we're talking mm-hmm. a current manga arc, so it's just mm-hmm. speculation. There's always speculation about everyone. There I remember like uh, I remember people speculating about this character. Like nope, they don't join. They they just go away. So so yeah. So that was uh, one piece. Um, okay. And that was it, I think, for the Toonami stuff. So, okay, we'll move on. We got Bo 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 episode 19. So, they are up going to do some one on one battles against a Battleship 5 quartet, except uh, it turns. Except there was an apparent mix-up in all they thought they those guys thought that they were going to fight simultaneously. So uh, w- when Gaster shows up, so they say, "Uh, can we just get a do-over? Just wait out there." And so then he leaves and comes back. Except then the things turn into a classroom, and uh, gets upset with that and leaves. Then and then ends up coming back in, and then it's suddenly a revolving sushi bar. <laughs> uh. And uh, then he run, comes across the loincloth Lloyd guy that he used to know, who turns out to actually be the member of the Battleship Five Quartet, who joined up with Captain Battleship for some reason. We don't know why. Literally, Gasser asks him, and he says, um, "Never mind." Mm-hmm. So they end up uh, fighting, and uh, Gasser ends up losing because the remember that sort of leash thing on his neck that kind of keeps his power subdued it tries to loosen but it goofs up and accidentally tightens and knocks him out so we had that then bobo ends up being the next to fight he his opponent is a calendar which they uh which he fights uh, you know an anthropomorphic one uh but then it turns out that the actual enemy is uh what was it june 7th one of the specific sheets from the calendar and uh, then he uh, decides to use Bobobo World to, to fight against him at the end. I, I'm not even sure why I went into that much detail. Like, the plot doesn't really matter in this show. And then you got the Don Patch uh, bonus thing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he just complains about not appearing and he just shows and he, they just do that random thing that has nothing to do with anything. It reminds me of that... Uh, I, you uh that one this one episode of the Simpsons that just randomly has this like 30 second um short about Ned Flanders called everybody loves Ned Flanders 
The whole plot of it is that he just um, tries to tell his kids to get ready for church and say, we're not going to church today. He says, well, why? And he says, it's Saturday. And he goes, oh, and that's it. <laughs> it was, they literally, the, the, like the writers series said, yeah, we just, we, the episode was too short. So we just threw that in there. And it's actually really funny. But yeah, um, Bobo. Yeah, this was a pretty funny episode. This is one. It's interesting to watch it uh, like full because some of the more risque stuff in this episode was not in like the original um, airing on TV, English TV. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think my favorite joke, even though it's probably the most random thing in the episode, is just a bit with the sumo wrestler where serves where there's like they're fight they're like shooting in some war and there's just a random son's going la 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 sumo 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 I don't know why that part just cracked me up okay um anything else no no that's it okay never a series that can provoke too much discussion, but I, yeah, I, I, I do think this in the previous episode were definitely the show is better finding its footing. Okay, so then we've got Spy Family episode two. So Lloyd has to find a wife because of the fact that you know he needs to have one for the interview at the school, and uh, <clears throat> so then we find um so then we meet Yor, who's this uh. G- um, basic off. She's this office worker who's um. They say she's twenty seven. Um, but she's also actually secretly an assassin. <laughs> and uh, and but the fact that she's and see, oh, hold on, I just need to add this in there. She's an assassin who actually kills people. <laughs> <laughs> and she somehow does it all while she's wearing high heeled shoes. <laughs> That it, like um, so she's got that, but then she's worried because uh, uh because everyone um thinks it's weird that she's still single at that age, so she ends up uh randomly. Well, I can't. It's not completely random because Tanya uses her telepathy to recognize to find out that Anya was. Uh, sorry, Anya uses her telepathy to find out yours an assassin, and just be on the basis that she thinks it's really cool, she manipulates <laughs> her and Lloyd to meeting each other to try to set up um, a sort of fake relationship so that she can pretend to be uh, Anya's mother. Mm-hmm. Um. So Lloyd's supposed to go with her to a party to pretend to be her boyfriend he ends up arriving a bit late and due to confusion announces her himself as her husband <laughs> uh then uh anyway so then they end up leaving because you know people uh now think that you're is in a relationship but some of the guys that lloyd ran into earlier are still after him so he just tells her that they're just uh patients of his that are having psychotic <laughs> breakdowns is this concussive? What was that word he used? Like concussive therapy? That's what he. That's why he says he's treating them when he beats them up. Yeah, that that was fantastic. I forget the exact word, but I know he said concussive. It was like, <laughs> I was like that. That is really funny. <laughs> anyway, 
So she suggests that maybe they could, uh, <clears throat> she also suggested that maybe they could try to make a more permanent sort of fake marriage uh, thing for both of their purposes. And then there's this great bit where Lloyd uh, gives her the ring, except it's the thing that he pulls off a grenade right after throwing it. So he then gives it to her when there's this explosion in the background. <laughs> and yes, that's the episode. Yeah, see, I I like this because it felt like a episode of Kaguya-sama with the two of them going back and forth. Except instead of being too ashamed that they're in love with each other, it's like they want people that they want, to, you know, it's like reverse of Kaguya Sama. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so, but there's accident and stuff involved. So already this show is really good through only two episodes. So, um, I think you've really hit on this one. So uh, th- this is a real keeper. Hopefully it's it continues to be as good as it's been. Yeah, this was a this was a good episode. I felt it was a bit slow in the first half, but the second half managed to just make <laughs> up for um everything. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to mention? No, that was basically it. Uh, so, yeah, that's Spy Family Episode 2. Very strong start uh, for the series continues. Yeah. All right. Then we've got... We did watch the Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works movie. Um, I'm not so sure... There's, uh, in terms of plot, uh, well, we saw it. It's just the plot of the TV series, but really, really compressed. Yeah, it's just a condensed version of the show. And there were times whenever I was like, wait, did that happen? And I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen. (laughs) I was like, okay, so this, because I was expecting at some point it was going to change. And no, it was exactly the same. And I was like, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of regret um, watching this immediately after finishing the series because it's the same thing. Yeah. It, I, my, my question is, what would have been better? To watch the movie than the show or watch the show than the movie? Because... Because, like, if you see the movie, you've seen the whole show. So, I don't know. I, I, I was debating that with myself. I, I, can't, I can't really say which would be better, you know? <clears throat> I think I'd recommend the series than the movie because I think the series uh, version... Uh, just to be clear, if anyone doesn't know, what happened originally was we had the Fate Stay Night anime. That was primarily an adaptation of the first of the routes in the game, the Saber Route. Then that company, uh, Studio Dean, made this as their adaptation of Unlimited Blade Works. Then later on, uh, quite, um, uh, Studio Ufo Table, after they made 
Fate Zero made the Unlimited Blade Works TV series. So this movie mm-hmm. was made quite a bit before the TV series, yeah. by, but by di- different people. Um, so I wanted to give that back. I was going to say something, but wanted to give that backstory. But now I can't remember mm-hmm. what my backstory was going to well, say. Well, oh, well, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Original point. Uh, I think it's definitely better to watch the show first because, well, the show's better. And mm-hmm. second, and that way you can just watch the, mo- the movie and see it as, okay, it's an abridgment. But if you watch the movie first, then all you've just, then you're watching a weaker version and then you'll have everything spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. Unless you're in like a real hurry to try to, you know, if, if like you don't want a big commitment, this is kind of a, would be a good idea because you figure you find out everything that happened in the show. You just would uh, get it a lot quicker. But if you're if you really want the true unlimited blade works, you probably should watch the whole series and not even bother with the movie. It's not, it's, I can't even really say that the movie would be better. Like there's an, actually, there's another thing I, 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 re, I remembered the problem with watching the movie first is if you're not familiar with fate's day night, this thing is incomprehensible. <laughs> they, they do not explain. They barely explain anything. It just goes through this. So, I, this was made after the original anime series, so I assume the audience for this was uh, was expected to be people who watched the original anime series and wanted to see another, like, and wanted to see the other po- another possible way things could uh, turn out and be another route for it. Which, um, so basically, you you this can not be your first and th- like knowledge into like the fate franchise or even like the fate state night uh like sort of aspect of it because you need to you need to have back the background to understand it so if you watch the original anime series then you can i i haven't seen it but i but from what i know of what happens in it i assume then this will make sense you'll be like okay i know why they're fighting i know what uh, noble phantasm is which uh, they name drop and i don't think ever explain <laughs> yeah same thing with other some of the other stuff that they just mention and don't really explain so you so you have to have seen either unlimited blade works the anime or Fate Stay Night, the anime, before watching this to understand it. But if you've already see, seen Unlimited Blade Works, the anime, this is there's really not much reason to watch this outside of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only so ultimately, it's I, I it's not a bad movie, but it is a movie that feels kind of superfluous because we just have a better version of it now. Yeah, the. The I would say really the only person I think the only unless it's you know curiosity you want to watch it to see how it compares but if we're just talking for like outside of that 
The only person I would recommend this to is if you watch the original Fate Stay Night anime and you are curious about the Unlimited Blade Routes, Blade Works route. I keep saying uh, uh, Unlimited Blade Routes route. Um, if you want to know that, but don't want to invest into another 24 or whatever episodes and just want to get through it quick. That would basically be the unique uh, person, I would say, that this is... Uh, that that should watch it. Mm-hmm. So, I I guess we can. But yeah, it's uh, and I'll be honest. If you had to just take the unlimited blade work story and just get it into this length movie, I think it's about an hour and a half. I mean, I don't know if you necessarily could have done that much of a better job. Right. Right. I think really they should have just made it longer so that they could have at least better explained some things and make it work a little more as a standalone uh, thing. But yeah, to properly do it, you definitely would need more than one movie. That's presumably why when they adapted the Heaven's Feel route, they made it into three movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Got all that. Um, well, I guess one final thing I wanted to mention is because on the whole, I just see this as a downgrade from the series, unless you're really in a hurry. But mm-hmm. uh, there were uh, two things that I definitely did um, make a note of that I thought this did do better. And um, there's uh, the Archer versus Shiro fight. That dragged on too long in the anime the the uh, series the movie um shortens it and gets rid of a lot of the really overly long philosophical debate between shiro and archer that that's an improvement also while it's the same person doing the voice for lanster in both series i think he and rin are the only characters that have the same voice act during both um I appreciate the fact that he doesn't sound as blatantly like Lupin here. So I was, which was always my problem. I kept hearing Lancer talk and I kept thinking of Lupin. And here the voice is similar, but it's a little more diff. He does it a little more distinctly, which works out better for me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, I just ultimately have to say, I, back in the day, maybe this had more of a point, but now that we've got the anime series. That's just the better version, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Is it time for the top three? Um. Yeah. Although there um was one thing. This comes a week too late. I meant to bring it up last week, but apparently. For Unlimited Blade Works, there was some OVA that they released in the um, in the Blu-ray, uh, some like only like like ten minutes, and it's just basically this alternate ending to this series because the this the Unlimited Blade Routes work route, Unlimited Blade Works route. I did it again. In the in the game had two possible endings, like the good ending and the true ending. And this was an adaptation of the what they call the good ending, which is basically in that one, uh, Saber doesn't disappear. Reen does like some, uh, she like somehow turns Saber into a familiar or something, which allows her to stick around. And uh, 
So that's what happens there, basically. And then the, but that's not considered the true ending. The true ending is the one that the anime had. So I, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to mention that quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a happier um, ending, but it, I've all, I also saw people say, well, you know, it doesn't fit as well with the themes and stuff for her to be able to stick around in kind of a, uh, a, um, what, what's the word? Um, con forced way, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So sorry about, uh, that this would have fit so much better last week. <laughs> okay. Yes. Top three. Top three. Okay. So number three, I'm going with, let's see it here. Attack on Titan. Second place in Moo and Spy Family first. First place. First place for Spy Family. Okay. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I also, well, uh, things seem a bit more free now that I no longer have Fate Stay Night constantly uh, taking up the number one spot. Uh, I'm not ranking the movie, but uh, it would. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly where it would be, but it wouldn't be number one because that's what's, uh, where I would be putting Spy Family also. Mm -hmm. After that, I think I would put in. I'm suddenly uh, thinking. Oh yeah, no, I got. I'll actually put in One Piece, which, despite my snark, I did enjoy, and then I'd put Boba Bo in third. <clears throat> okay. All right. So that's our series. Um, sorry, one sec. <coughs> sorry. So previously we were planning to be watching the Heaven's Feel movies. We've kind of changed things a bit for now. We're going we're going to kind of put those off to the side for now. We'll we'll definitely come back to them at some point. Right. But it is going we're at least going to be put it aside for a while, especially because they uh they got the dub for Ka the new season of Kaguya-sama available. So uh yeah, we'll be checking that out. <laughs> All right. So that's what we'll be watching next week. We'll be watching our usual assortment, and uh, then we'll have we'll be watching the usual Toonami stuff, I should say. And then we got Spy Family, Bobo, and Kaguya-sama. We'll be starting with the first episode of that from this season because it's dubbed available now. Right. Okay. Whew. Well, we talked a while and we're late. Uh, I have been trying that same thing I did last time where I was thinking, I'm going to try to watch some, at least one episode of each of the new anime this season. And, uh, do you want, um, do you want me to kind of go through some of them or yeah, sure. wait until, okay. So I'll, uh, a few things to note here. Uh, I said each, well, I didn't do all of them. Part of the reason for this is I'm just trying to watch stuff subtitled with the Spanish subtitles on. I'm trying to actually get better at this language, and I think I am actually doing so because I don't have to be pausing it as much to look at the stuff and look things up. But, so, this was basically an opportunity to do that. So, I'm watching all this stuff with Spanish subtitles on. Um, now, I did not watch the things that High Dive had this season, the new series, because they don't have Spanish subtitles for some mm -hmm. reason. I mean, look, Crunchyroll has like seven languages. You can't get, <laughs> you can't do Spanish, the second most spoken language in the world. 
I, I think it's the second most natively maybe or well, it's up there. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's nothing, so we don't have those. Uh, I'm not having this stuff on Disney plus because they just took forever to actually make those available. And I was to the, um, in English, like the thing, like people make jokes about, you know, Netflix jail. Well, now people are saying there's Disney jail because like the stuff was released in Japan and then it wasn't put out in English until like three weeks later. Um, finally, um, and finally, we there's no Spy Family. So that's basically all the new series we've got. All right. With that uh, beginning out of the way, uh, in order to decide what to watch, I kind of set this all up on this sort of bracket thing. I went to challenge.com. It's just challenge with E replaced with O. And, you know, I put them in. I ranked them in seeds according to how they were ranked on my anime list. Mm-hmm. And since there's not a nice even number, you ended up with two with the higher rated shows got a buy for the second round. Okay. Yeah. Um, essentially, which means that, and I'm going to be kind of just going through the stuff I watched in the, that only was in the first round. I'm going to be focusing more on the stuff I dropped because the other ones, I might have more to say after I've watched more of them. Right. So this is going to probably be sounding a bit negative because I'll be focusing on the stuff that I decided wasn't good enough to keep (laughs) watching. All right. So, We'll start out with um, these beginning ones. So I started out, we had Healer Girl versus In the Heart of Kunoichi Tsu. Uh, I, I can't remember what the uh, what the person's name, of Tsubaki, right. Um, Healer Girl is this uh, series about how uh, it's discovered that if you sing the right way, you can heal people. Um, In the Heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki is this series about these... Um, Kunoichi, uh, did I even write that right? Uh, well, it's a female ninjas. And, uh, basically it's about how they're do learning ninja stuff, but they get told that all the men are bad. So they kind of stay, uh, just stay with themselves. And except one of them is all like, Ooh, I want to see a guy sometime. And, uh, I didn't find it that interesting. And, uh, the, and a bunch of the, their ninja outfits are kind of weirdly fan y considering the fact that I think they're like supposed to be twelve or thirteen. Um, and you can't and you can't just say that all the exposed midriffs are oh well you know it's because they're doing all this like you know acrobatics and it's you know functional yeah except other parts of their outfits are completely bad for that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I I don't think there's like any like even like fan service intent necessarily. It's just weird, and I didn't find it that interesting. So that got knocked out. Then we've got Skeleton Knight in Another World and Stab Life Great Escape. Stab uh, Life Great Escape was weird. I've uh-huh. honestly heard some people say that it's kind of worth watching because of just how insane it gets. It, it's about these. It's about these this group of girls who have like these special powers. One of them is apparently part slime, and they also work with this anthropomorphic wolf guy. Except it all takes place in the real world, futuristic kind of, and they help people escape. And I don't know. It's very very weird. <laughs> um, I, uh, so that that only really lasted um for one uh thing there before uh. Skeletonite in another world was more interesting, despite, you know, that series is so weird. There is, so it's about a guy who gets, um, 
reincarnated as a skeleton. So it's basically Overlord, except if it was just eyes by himself. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, if he act, if he kind of kept some semblance of uh, morality and such. Uh -huh. it's But it's really weird because for the most part, this is kind of like a lighthearted thing about him, you know, going around. And then there's this... Uh, and then there's this bit where a bunch of bandits like uh like are attacking these women and are trying to rape them and the the hero does kill them before they manage to succeed but it's just this very weird thing to suddenly have that happen. And here's the craziest thing. This is that's literally what the episode starts out with. You see them and the guys are attacking literally right after I I it's so bizarre. There's a content warning saying, you know, it may be like, uh, like contain extreme, um, things. And then it, and then like, literally it starts on that right away and then it cuts back and it focuses on the main character. And then it eventually comes around to the opening scene where he shows up and, you know, saves them and kills the bad guy. So it's not quite, it's not goblin slayer level. Cause you know, they actually get stopped. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't even be mentioning this much if not for the fact that was literally the first thing in the series. And the rest of everything else does not fit that tone. And I've heard that, you know, that was that the rest is better. So, but it still beat out that other series despite that problem. So we'll see if it gets better after that. Maybe I should have saved this whole discussion if I after I if I decided to drop it later. Because it's just so weird um to have to have that like that. Mm -hmm. Um all right. Um, then we've got Shikimori's "Not Just a Cutie" versus "Don't Hurt Me, My Healer." "Don't Hurt Me, My Healer" is just this kind of comedy, um, fantasy thing about a guy who kind of gets stuck with this not with this kind of not great healer. Um, I've heard that the manga was better. That the that the t anime like put in a bunch of extra stuff that wasn't that interesting. The comedy didn't really work that well for me. The best joke in it, honestly is there's this part where the full episode title flashes by. And I mean, it goes like really fast by, mm -hmm. and it's like this really lengthy synopsis of everything that happens in the episode. And that's actually funny, except the English subtitles on Crunchyroll don't translate it. He, only the German and Spanish ones do. <laughs> it, it's just all this text flying by really fast. And if you, don't know uh, Spanish or I think German was the other language. Well, too bad you're not. You're going to miss out the, on the like on the best joke of the episode. Mm -hmm. uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie, so that that beat it out because it wasn't amazing. But it's about like this girl, this like girl who's got this really accident-prone boyfriend, and uh, you know it's kind of a comedy. Um, then we got. Um, Whew, well, he's uh, trapped in a dating sim of uh, the, uh, what's the full title? The World of Otome Games is Tough for Mobs versus RPG Real Estate. Uh, trapped in a dating sim, blah, blah. It's an isekai series, like the name kind of suggests, honestly. <laughs> um, it's about a guy who ends up uh, dying after being forced by his sister to play through this, like, otome game this dating sim game except it was some really weird dating sim game that also had dungeon exploration and rpg fights yeah. uh and he ends up dying out of exhaustion after uh he falls down some stairs 
and then finds himself in that world. And uh, yeah, so there's that. That was more interesting than RPG real estate, which is uh, just kind of, I think it's supposed to kind of be some sort of comedy thing about people who sell RPG real estate, um, which wasn't all that great. It was, you know, it had some kind of weird, uh, some weird fan service bits I didn't care for. But here's the one thing I really wanted to mention. So one of the plots is that there's some person who is like some legendary warrior and she's, you know, trying to get some, uh, like buy a house. So they're like offering him, oh, here's all these super luxurious things that are all great. And she's not interested in them and is about to leave. But then like the new main, the char main character is, you know, just joined this group of salespeople. like, wait, I figured it out based on this, blah, blah, blah. You actually want a nice quiet place in the country, right? It's like, yes. And, uh, and she's like, yes. And you know, it's all great. And they make the sale and thinking they didn't ask her what she wanted. She never thought to tell them. <laughs> it's so, um, yeah. Then we've got, um, uh, let's see. Heroines run the show and Dawn of the Witch. Um, so Heroines run the show is about this girl who ends up being sort of manager for these two uh, idols. But Dawn of the Witch is... So this is apparently a sequel to some other anime called Grimoire of Zero. Uh, it has nothing to do with Familiar of Zero. Yeah. Um, but here... Uh, which... This is... So I didn't... So this is one I dropped, but... I, I have so, so many things to say out of this about this series. Um, so first, it's a little harder to get into because the anime Grimoire Zero didn't complete, didn't fully adapt the light novel, and the light novels aren't fully translated in English either. So you got to. So this would kind of be like if you were watch, if you wanted to watch, um, like let, let me uh, think of um, a good way to put it. Uh, I, I guess it's it, so. This might be kind of like if you were to watch, if you were to watch like the first half of the Soul Society arcing Bleach, and then you just jump to Hueco Mundo. Uh -huh. Okay, it's not quite that bad because they do like explain backstory uh, stuff. Anyway, I never watched Grimoire of Zero, and uh, this series, what I I knew it was a sequel, but I thought maybe, and I wanted to only do new series. But I was just thinking about this one. Um, I was thinking, well, okay, look, if it just doesn't make sense, if it really does require knowledge of the previous one rather than being more of a sequel series, doesn't require it, I could just drop it And um, if I check it out. Well, I did drop it, So, but for different reasons. I just want to spend, mention this one thing that was so kind of funny. Um, so I actually watched two episodes of this instead of just one because I... Um, was having a little trouble signing between it and this other show. Uh, or I, I wanted to just see a little more of it on the original sort of bracket because I kind of updated it and the stuff put in different order. And originally I w this was between this and another show. And it doesn't matter. The point is the second episode was enough to convince me to stop because this is so weird. So there's this character who joins sort of the group midway through the first episode. Midway through the second episode, we get the big reveal that she was actually like a, a spy that the bad guy or bad organization sent to like join their school to spy on stuff. But then she's like, no, I've decided you guys are great. I'm not going to be a spy anymore. And it there's all this stuff. And I'm thinking, well, this might have been an a interesting twist, if not for the fact that we have literally known this character for a total of one episode. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So we got that. Whew. You want me to um keep going? I've got a few more yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, to... go ahead. Okay. Then Sorry, we've got... Then we've got the greatest demon lord is reincarnated. It's sorry, is reborn as a typical nobody versus love all play, which was uh, love all play was just a, a badminton series, um, which did not act or was it tennis? I can't remember. I think it was badminton. We never see. We don't really see them actually play the sport in the first episode. Oh, that sucks. And there's a there's a good uh, badminton anime. And Hane Bado, that was uh, pretty good. It did it did uh, badminton, but it didn't have just one character. It was like an entire like like diff- there was there were different characters who you know. So so it wasn't like it was just one person, and then whether they did well or not, they they kind of did a whole team of them. So yeah, that was a pretty good show, but uh, um, I hadn't heard of this one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I could barely remember anything about this, honestly, other than that, uh, which I mostly remember because I saw some reviews making that joke. They're saying love all play, more like love no play, because <laughs> we didn't see them play. Uh, the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. I mean, that wasn't that great either, but it advanced just because it was um, better. It's really just, this, it, the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. It's just basically, at least so far, a slightly better version of um, the strongest sage with the weakest crest from last season. With the exact same thing of this guy being super powerful and deciding, I'm going to reincarnate into the future because why not? And then he gets there, and he's still really powerful because he knows all the information, but magic has declined, so other people don't know it, so now he's, like, considered this super amazing guy. I I mean, like, it's the same premise in both of these um, things. This one did it a little better because it at least focused some more on backstory and stuff, but, yeah, it's not one that I think I'll probably be sticking with too long. Now, I was wondering from the title, now, like... Was that trying to, like, lampshade the whole thing about going into another world and, um, you know, when it, whenever someone, like, Overlord, you know what I mean? Where someone goes into a different world and then they're super powerful, overpowered, and this was kind of lampshading that by saying that he's just an ordinary person. Well, he's not. He's crazy powerful still. Oh, he is. Yeah. The the typical nobody is just supposed to be that he was he was just trying to get for head for a more regular life, or I think he didn't like uh, the life he was living, so he did that. The original title was um, in Japanese, uh, like it was the greatest demon lord in uh, history is reincarnated as villager A. Which honestly kind of makes um, which I guess is a little more esoteric, but I kind of but I like that title more because it kind of gets a point. Oh well, he's just kind of born as a regular villager, even if you know he does is still really strong, and we at least see some goofy stuff about how he's actually really bad with like dealing with people. Like there's stuff where he's trying to make friends, but he's doing a really bad job of it. 
So that was what kind of at least put it above strongest sage, uh, weakest um, crest. But no, it isn't. Uh, no, the guy's still pretty strong. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, it just is 1v1. This might get taken out next round, probably. Then we've got, all right, there's only six left. Uh, to go through. And there's other series I haven't mentioned yet. Again, I'm focusing on these earlier uh, ones. We've got Thermi Romai Novi. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly or not. It does. Um, who cares? Which is, for the record, um, uh, it's so there's this manga series and anime called Thermi Romai, which is Latin for Baths of Rome. And it's uh, basically a well, it's, it's, it's one of those weird things where there's a major part of the premise that the first episode doesn't actually introduce, really. It's, and what's uh, that? Well, so basically it takes place in ancient Roman times, and it's about this guy who's, I think, father, or maybe was his grandfather, like, built, like, baths and stuff for people, and he really likes him, and he wants to go and do that himself when he grows up so it's just kind of a mostly about his childhood and then towards the end it cuts to him when he's like older he's like i'm gonna keep doing what um he did and apparently the what happens is and you see this briefly happen to him uh where he kind of is in the baths um and you know kind of goes underwater briefly he comes back up and then he finds himself in like this sort of modern sort of baths you know the heated bath things and then he like goes back down and then he comes back up and he's back in ancient roman times like huh that was weird and that's all that happened there but apparently the main the premise of the series is about him using he discovers he can use those for time travel stuff so he uses it to get like modern knowledge and like use it to like um when making like the bath houses or something mm -hmm. um apparently it was pretty popular uh but the first episode was okay. I, I just mentioned that all that because of the fact uh, that it's so weird because that big part of the premise is not in the first episode, really. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's called Thermi Romai Novi because Novi means new. And this is like the new one because there's an anime series a while ago with it. Although... If the goal is to say it's new Baths of Rome, it would I think it would be more proper to put the Novi N-O-V-A-E at the beginning because the way where it's put makes it look like the more natural reading would be Baths of New Rome when it's actually just saying the new applies to the whole thing. Yes, my attempts at learning Latin has paid a fruit. Fine, I can critique the uh, names of anime. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I talked mostly about the series that I did keep up with. The other was Fanfare of Adolescence. It's about a, a really popular idol guy who decides, I'm going to quit all of this to learn how, um, to learn about horse riding. And, um, then it's about him going to some horse riding school, except we don't really even get that much of it because it's just kind of introducing, uh, stuff. It was kind of mediocre, so that was dropped compared to the series that, I don't know, I found a, at least a little more interesting to watch. <laughs> All right, these last next two ones. There's um, Miss Shachiku and the Little Baby Ghost, which is about some office worker who really overworks herself, and she meets this 
little baby ghost that's trying to get her to stop, um, like, overworking herself. And uh, mostly it's just, I don't know, the, the baby ghost is kind of cute. It is kind of funny that she doesn't want the woman to, uh, like, be overworking herself. So her idea is to try to um, scare her off by trying to, like, uh, use a loudspeaker to, like, tell her, go away, like a ghost. Um, but for the most part, I felt it was actually a bit tedious. Um, then we had Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story, which is about this person who's really good at golf, but then but she makes her money, I think, uh, mostly by pretending to be other people so that they can do well in their golf tournaments. Yeah, what, what was that called again? The one I, uh, the, uh, birdie the wing, one. the ghost birdie one. Wing. Yeah. I heard about the birdie wing one about like how much golf is involved in that one. The first one was called Miss Shachiku and the little baby ghost. No, I, I said the golf one, like how much oh. golf is there actually in it is, does it focus on the sport or is it just kind of. Just secondary to the plot. It's definitely in the first episode. I want to stress it for basically all of these. I've only seen one episode um, uh-huh. so far. Yeah, it did focus a bunch on the sport. Uh, you know, yeah. there's the person who's like so crazy good at golf that she's able to get into the uh, that she hits the ball with the thing, and so that it hits like a so that it's able to hit a rake and bounce off of it to get to the green. Or something like that. At least it didn't go completely crazy by giving her a perfect hole in one. But uh, <laughs> honestly, this was enough. This was a series where I'm like, you know, these would if these two were against a lot of other series, I think they would have lost. But they're up against each other, and I have to let one of them go forward. <laughs> so I'll just go with the golf one for now. <laughs> Last one: Tomodachi game and Shadow vs. Flame. Uh, Tomodachi Games, just this one about these guys who end up in one of those. It's not really a death game because it's about them have try like doing stuff to get money to get out of debt. Um, and you know, it's like, oh, it's all this stuff calculated to try to make them distrust each other. Uh, it was actually kind of interesting. The other one was Shadow vs. Flame, which I believe was, uh, I think of, no, it wasn't the lowest, uh, ranked of um the stuff uh based based on how i did these but it was pretty low it's um <clears throat> so Shadowverse is an actual online uh like a card game you know like hearthstone or um like runeterra and uh so this is ba- so this anime is about in is a super obvious ripoff of Yu-Gi-Oh GX because it's these people and they go to this school and we're apparently learning how to play Shadowverse as one of the courses <laughs> and such. It's it's just Yu-Gi-Oh uh, GX. This is apparently a second season, but it looked like it was enough of its own thing that I uh, decided to keep it um, because I was thinking, well, you know, if I don't like it, I can just drop it. Well, that happened. Mm-hmm. Be, it's interesting because I saw someone comment on it and they were saying um, that, that the game, that it's weird that they're doing this adaptation as a basically Yu-Gi-Oh! GX ripoff when the sto- game itself has a story that's apparently actually decent. So they could be trying to adapt that. 
the main thing I wanted, there's sort of two things I wanted to note about this. One is that I'm usually not someone who really takes much notice of the animation quality unless it's really good or really bad. And I was definitely taking notice of, yeah, the animation is pretty bad here at points. Mm-hmm. Like, you have character, like, it does that thing where, of course, you know, there's a bunch of people in the background and they're just standing, like, still. Like, not any movement or anything. Which ordinarily isn't that weird, except for some reason they had some of them. Like, one is just, like, sitting there and they've got their mouth open. And they're literally just there until, uh, like, standing like that until, you know, it's time for them and the others to actually make a movement. And then, I'm, and then you know, you do something. So it was kind of pretty cheap animation. Uh, the uh-huh. other thing, this was so weird. Uh, like, I'm wondering wh- how, what led to this. So the two characters are outside, like in some sort of, uh, 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 um, I can't remember exactly where they are. but And one is like saying, okay, I've got two questions. So he asks the first question and he gets an answer. Then it cuts to them at this, like, um, in this, like, cafeteria, sitting down, and they've apparently ordered stuff because they've got drinks in front of them. And then the other character said, so what's, says, so what's the second question? And I'm thinking, wait, are, am I supposed, based on what we just saw, did they, did he answer the question, they just silently went over to the cafeteria, ordered some drinks, sat down, and then the guy said, so what's the second question? Ah, that was the most memorable thing in the in the series. Which I'll be fair, it didn't seem that bad, but it definitely wasn't very um, interesting. So <clears throat> that's all those ones so far. I again tried to focus more on the stuff that I hadn't uh, dropped. I've now, of course, all those things went through the round one. So now we got to round two, where a bu- the series that got quote unquote buys. Um, were so those ones are all going to get at least two episodes and i'll watch one of the other ones and then i'll go through this again one v one decide which mm-hmm. goes forward i'm not planning to like you know go all the way until one and end i'll probably just keep doing this until i end up with like with four series to currently watch and then maybe watch those till the end of this season like i did last mm-hmm. season so yeah there's still a number of series i've still haven't um <clears throat> Uh, I'll be getting into more like, you know, Car- Kotaro Lives Alone or Dance, Dance, Dance here, Daemon, A Couple of Cuckoos, Love After World Domination, Aoashi, and Aharen is Indecipherable. So we'll mm-hmm. get into those <coughs> next week, by which time I think I'll have gone through the stuff enough to watch through all this. Oh man, that took way longer than I thought. Yeah. I thought, I was thinking, oh, this will, I'll just talk about some of them. That'll be fast. And then this, I went on for like 20 minutes about these. Whew. Any um, questions about any of them or any you were wondering? Uh, I'm just curious about that golf anime. Like, do you think me being a fan of golf that I would like it or is there not? It's hard for me to say because I've only watched one episode and I have heard that the series basically goes insane later on. So, mm. um, so I, I don't know how long we'll... Uh, so... I'll have more to say after I watch the second episode, um, probably. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I did hear that the series just goes into some weird stuff later on. And we're only four episodes um, have aired, so who knows? Mm-hmm. The first ep- if you're interested in golf, you might be interested in the 
based on just the first episode, but I'll be seeing at least another and can tell you some there. Although you'll probably be annoyed about, I'm sure there's some stuff like, oh, she's so good. She's able to win when she has only three clubs. <laughs> Which the characters keep mentioning. They're like saying, wait, you've got only three clubs? How can you win? And then she does. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Well, um, so that's all of uh, that. Whew, my voice uh, talks so much. I think my voice needs a bit of a rest soon. <laughs> so that's Tsunami Therapy. That's been some synopses of series that uh, have um, I've watched. I, again, focus mostly on the stuff I dropped. Well, be, I'll have some more for the rest of the series, um, hopefully, next week. And maybe we'll keep updating stuff after um, that. If you want... Uh, yeah, if you want, I I don't want to give any like recommendations yet because I want to at least get okay. a few more episodes on some of these. So I'm so I was thinking I don't want to get to the ones yet that I'm going to say. Oh, these are like like maybe the three best so far. I'm thinking now yeah, maybe maybe the second episode uh, will be terrible. Yeah, I I, okay. I want for all these series I do want to go through at least one episode, even though for a lot of them I can tell halfway through or sometimes even earlier that it's not for me. Because I always remember, there's a show that aired um, a few years ago, um, and the first, and basically, most of the first episode makes it seem like it's this kind of like cute slice of life school series, and then the twist at the end of the first episode is you find out that ba- almost not that most of what you saw was actually just the um, imagination of this of one of the characters because uh, there's actually a zombie apocalypse going on. And uh, she and a few of the other characters are basically hiding from the zombies in the school. And she has basically imagined all this stuff is happening as her way of trying to avoid coping with the reality. And that's like the big twist at the end of the first episode. And you know, if you had just cut off midway through, you would have been like, Oh, so this is just kind of a dull, a slice of life comedy series. You get to the end. Oh no. Okay. This year is went in a different direction. <laughs> uh, three yeah. episode rule <laughs> it's the three episode rule uh, I can't go for three episodes when there's like 25 different shows I'm checking out <laughs> I have to cut out half of about half of them after one episode <laughs> I, I set up this bracket thing just so that I would have a more um, streamlined way of deciding so <clears throat> Yeah, well, we'll finish there. Um, so this has been Toonami Therapy. We've gotten... Um, uh, yeah, we went through everything. I, I'm mm. just feeling a little scatterbrained right now. <laughs> um, so we'll see you next week for our usual lineup of shows. Plus, we'll also be starting again on Kaguya-sama and I'll have more to say about the new stuff this season, and hopefully we'll be able to focus a little more on some of the shows I liked more. Bye.